This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five again today. What just happened in Russia? Western analysts still trying to make sense out of this. But on Sunday, CNN, followed by the New York Times, reported that Western intelligence services were in fact aware of the imminent rebellion, pseudo-coup, launched by Yevgeny Prigozhin, head of the private military contractor, the Wagner Group. And according to uh, the CNN report, for quite some time in making preparations for such a move, including by massing weapons and ammunition, referring to the Wagner Group. What we don't know is at what point Russian intelligence got wind of this plot. It's uh, pretty clear that Russian intelligence would have had a vested interest in keeping somebody inside the Wagner camp. But Foreign Intelligence Chief Sergei Nerishkin on Saturday evening announced that the coup attempt had failed. Apparently, they'd been waiting for Prigozhin to make his move and uh, just sitting along the route to Moscow waiting for the Wagner mercenaries to begin rolling northward. Just as the CIA and most intelligence services do, the FSB, which is the Russian intelligence service, used to be called the KJB, KGB, rather, the FSB monitors and psychoanalyzes the uh, remarks of their targets so they can try to determine their motives and objectives. So it wouldn't have escaped the attention of the FSB that uh, Prigozhin, who began ranting and raving last fall from the Donetsk region in the eastern part of Ukraine, um, and then complained all winter long about the operational aspects of the battle for Bakhmut, which Wagner essentially won for the Russian military, but he slowly began ranting and pontificating more on political things. And uh, again, this would have alerted the Kremlin and Vladimir Putin that perhaps Prigozhin was going off script. Well, on Saturday, uh, U.S. intelligence officials sprang into action to brief the media that Russian authorities were literally waiting for Prigozhin along the route. Uh, what's curious about the deal that ended this uh, short-lived coup is that Prigozhin will not be prosecuted but simply told to, you know, get out of town and uh, take up residence in neighboring Belarus under the benevolent and watchful eyes of President Alexander Lukashenko, who is Vladimir Putin's closest ally. Now, having said that, it is not confirmed that Prigozhin is actually in Belarus. Lukashenko's presidential plane was tracked by um, those websites that uh, track the, uh, uh, the tail numbers, the uh, 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 transceivers, transponders, that's the word I was looking for, of uh, airplanes in flight and found that the presidential plane used by Lukashenko and his sons, usually, made a trip during the middle of the turmoil from uh, Minsk to Turkey. So it's possible, hypothetically, that uh, Prigozhin could actually be in Turkey at this point. And in fact, Prigozhin released an 11-minute audio statement on Monday uh, through his Telegram channel. He sounded defiant, wasn't clear where he was speaking from. In his statement, he confirmed that his mutiny was all about Shoigu's, uh, this is the uh, Russian defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, his order on June 10th to dissolve all private military contractors like Wagner. Well, uh, Wagner has allowed Prigozhin to uh, reportedly amass a $1.2 billion fortune, so he wasn't going to take this lying down. Uh, Prigozhin also claimed again that there was a June 30th attack, or rather a missile attack last Friday that killed 30 Wagner personnel, and that that um, attack apparently came from Russian regular military. So uh, uh, Prigozhin claimed his objective was not to show aggression, of course, marching hundreds of miles with 
reportedly 25,000 mercenaries at your back. Kind of an odd way of not showing aggression. And uh, But that is his goal was not to let Wagner be dissolved and to bring accountability to the military leadership in uh, in Moscow. In other words, Prigozhin didn't want his cash cow rolled into the Ministry of Defense. So what exactly happened here? Again, we still really don't know. I'm still open to the idea that perhaps this was all orchestrated by Prigozhin and Putin to counter the uh, authority of Shoigu inside the Ministry of Defense. Don't know. The bottom line, though, is that contrary to the uh, statements by Secretary of State Antony Blinken over the weekend on the Talking Heads shows, and remember that Blinken has been spectacularly wrong about Russia from the beginning of this war with Ukraine. It appears that Putin's political stature inside Russia is uh, nearly unchallengeable at this point, and that uh, the United States government is going to have to deal with that fact long after Joe Biden is... uh, put out to pasture. Was this a CIA MI6 plot? There are some who think so. It's possible that Prigozhin had been convinced by CIA that um, he was about to be arrested. And that's what prompted all of this. Again, we don't know. Uh, It's not likely we'll get the straight answer if it's even if that straight answer is even known by the corporate media here in the West, all we can do is just watch what happens next. Topic number four, Red Dawn, sort of. Uh, House Republicans have stated that Customs and Border Protection have intercepted a growing number of foreign nationals from countries not in Central or Latin America, including Russia and several high-value targets from China. Again, intercepted at our southern border in recent months. Last Wednesday, a hearing on threats posed to the United States by nation-state actors in Latin America was held by the House Homeland Security Subcommittee on Counterterrorism, Law Enforcement, and Intelligence. During the hearing, Texas Republican August Pfluger voiced his concern that um, there are a growing number of encounters with foreign nationals, um, what used to be called OTMs, other than Mexicans. It is now becoming a global thing. Fluger pointed out that several several sheriff's offices in Texas reported apprehending multiple high-value targets from China, subsequently taken into custody by the FBI. And he shared data from the CBP showing that uh, an increase in fiscal year 2023 encounters with nationals from various continents, not countries, but various continents reported along the southern border. In the first seven months of fiscal year 2023, over 9,700 Chinese nationals were encountered by U.S. Border Patrol, which is an exponential growth over the previous three years. China apparently using its growing influence in Latin America to penetrate our southern border. But that's not all. Encounters with Russian citizens also sharply up during the first seven months of 2023. In 2021, Customs and Border Protection reported just 4,100 encounters with Russian citizens along the southwest border. That jumped to 21,763 in fiscal year 2022, and so far, just the first seven months of fiscal 2023, more than 33,000. This is such a huge change, it can't simply be written off as incompetence. It appears to be deliberate. The Biden administration deliberately allowing the invasion of the United States by nations well away from Latin America. Topic number three, unintended consequences. Uh, States have depended on gasoline taxes for road construction and maintenance for the last century or more. 
But that's being threatened as our cars become more fuel efficient and as electric vehicles become a growing percentage of vehicles on the roads, states are finding gasoline taxes, gasoline tax revenue dropping. So states are experimenting with ideas to replace gas taxes like tracking and taxing vehicles per mile driven on roads. Basically having to plug a device into your car that would track the mileage you drive and then being taxed on that. Oregon rolled out a pilot program in 2015 along those lines. Federal government has its own pilot program about to launch. Part of the uh, uh, infrastructure plan passed in uh, November of 2021. Some analysts think that electric vehicles will make up 40% of the cars and trucks, new cars and trucks sold by 2030. I don't think it's going to, I'm not that optimistic. However, I do see the government finding some benefit in tracking our movements, as we now know they did using cell phone data during the pandemic. So I suspect this form of taxation for, uh, to replace gasoline taxes, or rather in addition to gasoline taxes, <laughs> that, that is coming to a state near you. Topic number two, sexualizing children. The Daily Caller News Foundation reports that an Illinois children's hospital, a children's hospital in Illinois, charging school districts thousands of dollars for a sex education workshop that features lessons on how to teach children about, um, say, uh, alternate sexual practices and gender identity. This is coming from the Lurie Children's Hospital of Chicago, charging up to $1,500 for presentations to educators on inclusive sexual ed or health ed presentations that promotes the National Sexual Education Standards, a K-12 sex education curriculum, uh, despite the name, which implies that some federal agency was involved in crafting these guidelines. The NSES was created by a coalition of organizations that... uh, include part of the or that are part of the uh, future of sex education initiative which includes several lgbtq activist groups and planned parenthood in other words train them early in having sex including well what we would consider deviant practices beginning as young as the fifth grade and even younger and of course at a time when our children are lagging behind our western other Western nations in uh, performance in the classroom, uh, especially in terms of what our parents are getting for their tax dollars spent per child in the classroom, it is telling that this is a priority in our public schools. Coming up, they're hungry. They eat anything. And they are coming for your ornamental shrubs. That's next on 5 and 10. Christ compared the days of his return to those of Noah. Genesis 6-4 says, There were giants in the earth in those days. Are we as humans once again about to be brought face to face with a prophesied super race of malevolent giants, literally hell-bent on the destruction of the image of God and his people? What modern-day mystery surrounding Gilgal Raphaim, the ancient wheel of giants, might be linked to a sudden hyper-acceleration of end times prophecy? Skywatch TV is proud to unveil for the first time anywhere, the docuseries that uncovers what Bible scholars have missed for hundreds of years, the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection. When you order this phenomenal new collection, you'll receive the Angels and Giants, the Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD, 
This groundbreaking new series travels the world and unveils for the first time ever archaeological, cultural, and even spiritual evidence of the existence of fallen angels and giants here on Earth. Beings whose allegorical, historical, and even physical handprints have remained purposely hidden behind the veil by wicked, anti-God evildoers. Until now. Join producer and director Rudy Landa, along with Tim Ross and their incredible team of scholars as they travel thousands of miles around the world to investigate dozens of ancient locations like Gilgal Raphaim, known as the Wheel of Giants, the megalithic structure in Israel that many prophecy experts believe was the place of biblical legend where Moses encountered an ancient species of giants when Israel settled in the land of Canaan, and may even be the tomb of King Ah, the king of Bashan. Featuring interviews with world-renowned experts in ancient history, biblical theology, and academia, like Dr. Thomas Horn, Doug Vendor, Carl Gallops, L.A. Marzulli, Robert Putty Putman, Fritz Zimmerman, Stephen Wondernick, and Chief Joseph and Dr. Laura Lynn Riverwind, The Angels and Giants, The Watchers and the Nephilim four-part docuseries on DVD, brings you face-to-face with the truth about biblical portals, ancient star gods, the Book of Enoch, the rebellion in heaven involving fallen angels that brought about the birth of giants, a race of super beings known as the Nephilim, and the possibility of their imminent return here on earth. But that's not all. This brand new collection also includes the Angels and Giants Illuminated Companion DVD. This standalone masterpiece takes you on an expedition of epic proportion. Join as the experts from the Angels and Giants series continue their examination of biblical giants, the Watchers, and the Nephilim. You will explore the mysteries of ancient megalithic structures and learn why so many First Nation tribes and civilizations share the same origin stories rooted in the existence of giants and what the Bible has to say about about all of it. Sold separately, these items in the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection hold a retail value of $85. Yours right now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now using the camera app on your phone to place the order at the skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Angels and Giants Expedition Collection today. Item number one today, I'm talking about goats. You know, not not greatest of all time. I mean, actual goats. A rather peaceful suburb outside Dallas, McKinney, Texas, woke up the other morning to find an unexpected herd of about 40 goats wandering through its subdivision, munching on lawns and landscaping as they went. Multiple security cams from the subdivision showed... uh, Mostly docile goats eating their way through vegetation, lawns, trees, flowers, shrubbery. They'd escaped from a herd of about 500 goats that had been unleashed on a different subdivision nearby. Now, this is actually an uh, environmentally friendly way to control invasive vegetative species, or, you know, shrubbery and, and weeds and things that tend to grow where you don't want them, rather than spraying them with toxic chemicals that can sometimes last forever in the environment. There are goat herds now renting out their flocks to go through, or herds rather, that's why they call them goat herds. It's not flocks of cattle either. Anyway, uh, herds of goats to go through and uh, basically chew down the uh, invasive species in an environmentally friendly way. Well, the firm in charge of the goats has uh, declined to comment on the issue, but they have restored all of the uh, shrubbery, trees, and flowers inadvertently destroyed during the process. 
um, leaving behind some additional fertilizer as a uh, lovely parting gift. Skywatch TV's One World Rising virtual conference continues. Instant access for 90 days to two dozen cutting-edge presentations, plus as a free bonus, all six Skywatch Films documentaries. This is a savings over what you would normally pay just to get access to the documentaries alone. You can find out more at DefenderConference.com and uh, sign up again. Instant access for three months to all 24 presentations plus three dozen, or plus rather six, half dozen, half dozen documentary films from uh, Skywatch Films. It's DefenderConference.com. That's DefenderConference.com. This week, week number four of our jaw-dropping series of programs with filmmaker Rudy Landa and Doug Van Dorn, discoverer of the uh, Serpent Mound of Bashan, a uh, geological feature on the landscape a quarter of a mile from Gilgal Rephaim that has more than 140 megalithic tombs on its back. Uh, We're talking this week about portals and how it connects to demons, in other words, the spirits of the giants destroyed in the flood of Noah. Don't miss this series of programs. You can watch the show right now and all three previous programs at skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always there. You can also catch it on Roku or Apple TV as long as you have the Skywatch TV app installed on your set-top box. You can also watch it at uh, the Skywatch TV YouTube and Rumble channels or better yet, download it all to your smartphone or tablet. This bypasses the gatekeepers of big tech guarantees we will never be out of touch. Uh, This uh, app is free and available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets, and we have links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.